Oh, Harris Teeter. What happened to you guys? Used to be cool. All right, News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Welcome to the program. My name is Pete Callender, but you already knew that. It's Callender with a K. You probably did not know that, according to, like, most people that I get uh, messages from. Uh, K-A-L-I-N-E-R is how you spell it. And the phone numbers, if you would like to weigh in on the program, content 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. And uh, you heard it here first, right? You heard it here yesterday. It was it was unfolding in real time yesterday. You got a front row seat to the power of the Twitter mob of one. Mob of, well, okay, two. The mob of two. Two people. Both of whom are anti-gun activists and uh, with Twitter accounts. And even not really very large social media followings. But they have the power to move corporations. Harris Teeter. Now owned by Kroger. Right, I believe they got bought by the Kroger, and um, it started yesterday. And brought to you this tweet because it was ridiculous. I I thought it was ridiculous. I thought nobody would take such ridiculousness seriously, but we live in very stupid times, and uh, so stupidity ensued. So it started with well, I let me say it this way: I first encountered the tweet. From Christy Clark. Now, who is Christy Clark? I'm glad you asked. She's a 2022 candidate for North Carolina House District 98. She's up in North Mech, Huntersville. And she also represented this House District from 2019 through 2020. I believe she got voted out, or maybe she didn't run again. I I wasn't here at the time in 2020. But she had one term. She was there for one term. And now she's making a comeback. And she's going to do it by chasing social media clout. That's a sort of a rating system. I really don't know much about it because I don't care. I don't care about it. I go on to Twitter. I've said this before. I use Twitter as essentially an AP wire feed. What it used to, when I was in the newsroom, I would, you know, we had access to the AP wires and you would just read all of the, and you could, you would filter all of the AP wires. So it was tailored to, you know, Charlotte, the Carolinas, um, particular topics like uh, Supreme Court. Yes, I have the Supreme Court story here. We'll get into a little bit of that as well. But uh, as well as the January 6th uh, stuff, the committee hearing. But, I would read the wires and, you know, this gave me an idea of what was going on nationally, but also statewide and locally. And I don't have access to the wires and haven't for years. The last radio station I worked at quit paying for the AP wire service. So I just created via Twitter my own wire service. And I follow a bunch of different people, reporters, pundits, you know, regular folks. I try to follow everybody back that doesn't look like a bot. And um, I create these lists and I have a list. And by the way, you can, if you're on Twitter, you can follow my list. It's called Influence. I think it's like 120 different people. And it kind of gives a good view, I think, of uh, 
national stories as they move and what people are saying about those stories. And I use that as an aggregation tool. That's how I use Twitter. But I also recognize that a lot of people in the media use Twitter as a, a, a way to distribute their content, whether it's their stories or it's their opinions. And I don't ever want to get uh, beholden to a social media company to distribute my content. To me, that's a, that's a problem. Because if I were to run afoul of said social media platform and considering that I talk about topics that can get people banned, and uh, apparently I, from what I can ascertain, I may very well have been shadow banned for quite a while. I, I don't know. But I don't chase the cloud. I don't say things and push things out there in order to get people to interact with me so as to boost my clout score so I get rated more highly in whatever algorithms are used to recommend me to other people. I don't do that. Some people do. And some people use it in order to parlay it, uh, that kind of uh, uh, amplification. They use that to, uh, to get gigs. Like, you know, on MSNBC, uh, they become pundits. And those are oftentimes uh, paid positions. And, in fact, I think there was one recent guy I had on the air here in an interview, and I suspect that might have that, that might be his play because he's got quite the, uh, the following. He's got like 70-something thousand followers. I've got like 6,000. I don't know how you get that many followers. I really don't. I don't, by running failed races for Congress repeatedly, I don't know how you get 70-something thousand followers when all you do is lose congressional races. But... Again, if I cared more about trying to mimic that in order to get the clout, then maybe I would explore it, but I don't. So I suspect some of this is clout chasing, as Ikifu uh, pointed out, one of my uh, loyal Twitter followers, um, and she is a real person. I know her. And so uh, I, I think that this is partly clout chasing. It's also a little bit of just a wee bit of plagiarism, but I'm not sure that the other person's going to care that their stuff got lifted, that their tweet got lifted uh, because, uh, well, they locked down their account. And also, you know, they're, they're on the same side. They're allies. And so they're not going to care that, that Christy Clark basically did the exact same tweet that this first person did. Her name was Scarlett. I mentioned all of this yesterday. There was a woman who went to the Harris Teeter in Huntersville, or a Harris Teeter. I don't know how many, how many Harris Teeters are there in Huntersville. I do not know. Uh, but they went to a... Harris Teeter in Huntersville and sent out a tweet with four pictures of koozies. Oh, sorry. Koozies. And we all know that koozies inspire people to do whatever is on the koozie. We all know this. We did not know that your guns had to be out when the sun was out until, that's right, we saw it on a koozie. Once you see the slogan on the koozie, it becomes true. So she got very, very offended, this scarlet woman did, at Harris Teeter and Kroger, the parent company. So she tweeted at them, why are you allowing this type of item to be sold at your grocery store in Huntersville, NC? Clearly, in light of the recent mass shootings, you can understand how this is not, all caps, a good idea. Hashtag gun violence. 
and she shows pictures of three koozies plus the uh, the Cantastic Freedom price two ninety nine. So they were three bucks a koozie, which is a pretty good deal for a koozie. And one of them has the uh, the bald eagle uh, with a shotgun in its talons, and it says, "Give me liberty or give me death." And then there's another one with the bald eagle, uh, no gun, but it says, "America, love it or leave it." No gun. So I'm not sure how the hashtag gun violence plays into that. But America, love it or leave it. It's been a, that saying's been around for uh, a long time. And then there's some other tweet here with another picture. I can barely make it out. It says, when injustice becomes law, then I don't know. Maybe that one has a gun. I can't really see it. All right. So that was the first tweet. Then Christy Clark, the uh, attempted repeat state lawmaker from North Mex, she then goes out, takes a picture of the same American Eagle with the shotgun koozie, but another koozie with Thomas Jefferson cartoon holding an AR-15, and it says, arms change, rights don't. And she says, I am disappointed these koozies are being sold in an NC store. 110 Americans die every day from gun violence, and most recently, children, educators, healthcare providers, and family members were killed in mass shootings. Please remove them. And Harris Teeter caved, caved almost immediately to the woke mob of two. Is that a good business decision? We're going to find out. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. In case you are wondering, North Carolina House District 98 up in North Mech, currently represented by John Bradford, running for re-election. He is the Republican. And um, Christy Clark, she of the koozie canceling, uh, she is, uh, oh, and there you go, right in her Twitter bio, she has her pronouns. Thank God! Just in case you were wondering, they are she, her. So all this time, I have not been mispronouncing, mis, mispronouncing, mispronouncing her. Um, Stephen Wiley, who uh, works for Republicans' uh, state legislative races in the House side, uh, he pointed out on Twitter that Christie now has more koozies canceled than bills passed. <laughs> Uh, the bar was zero, but still. I mean, it's it's worth pointing out. That's how effective she was in her one term. Um, by the way, also, I would point out here, the very same people that are uber-triggered by the, no pun intended, by these koozies that are cartoonish, uh, they're kitschy, they're... I mean, does, is anybody seriously, I'm kind of curious who, you know, these are like novelty gifts, right? Novelty koozies. They're over the top. I'll never forget. I went to a, uh, a fella. He was from Mexico. He was naturalized as a U.S. citizen and uh, his friends threw a big party and we went and uh, he and his shirt, his T-shirt that he was wearing said, what's that? I can't hear you over the sound of my freedom. And it was and then they had a cartoon of Abraham Lincoln. That was the T-shirt. That's the kind of that's the kind of vibe you get from these koozie pictures. They're they're silly. They're over the top. Whatever. They're garish. They're novelty. They are jokes. But 
One of them has a shotgun. Right? The, the picture of the bald eagle is carrying a shotgun. And we all know how many mass shootings bald eagles and shotguns commit every single year, right? Exactly. But the same folks that are so triggered by these koozies that they have to tell Harris Teeter to take them off the shelves, that they're so disappointed. Oh, I'm disappointed. I will tell, well, I will say to that what I said to a fellow who tried to, uh, I view this as emotional terrorism is what it is. That, that, that's what they do. It's emotionalism bullying. Oh, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, I don't care what you think about me. So, okay. Right? Like that's, that's the response that adults should have. When someone comes over and because that's the only, the only reason that I would care if somebody is disappointed in me is if I respect that person. Is if I actually cared what that person thought about me. And I don't. Right? I, mean, there are, I mean, there are people I do. But Christy Clark? No. They should. What would have ignoring these tweets have cost Harris Teeter? What would they what would that what would the cost have been? You know, as I always say, is the juice worth the squeeze? Harris Teeter is about to find out if the juice was worth the squeeze on this to let their corporate comms person, probably some Gen Z who's, you know, just racked with anxiety over everything. So unprepared for life uh, were they. But I don't know. I'm making assumptions there. But they race ahead and apologize and say, uh, thank you for reaching out. As soon as these items were brought to our attention by your pal, your ally, that scarlet chick who has now uh, uh, blocked her Twitter account. She locked it down after the story went national thanks to Fox News. And so... Now she's getting ratioed, which means more people are responding than retweeting or liking. People are responding, and that's called a ratio. And in Twitter world and Facebook world, that means you said something stupid, okay? When you get ratioed, it means you said something really stupid, and they're piling on you. And so she, she locked down her account, so now nobody else can comment on it. Harris Teeter said, we put a recall request into place. These items are being removed from all store locations. We appreciate your concern. So wherever these things were on the shelves, they're now being pulled off the shelves. I'm curious. Anybody ask the business owner? Anybody ask, who was it that designed this? The artist or whatever? Anybody ask them for their opinion on any of this? This is like that guy, that NASA guy, right, who wore the, who wore the shirt. Who, remember the Hawaiian shirt and it had a picture of women on it? And they were like, oh, my gosh, it's a sexist shirt. And then they, they like, canceled him. He had to weep in public. He had to do the struggle session on camera. The guy literally landed a rocket on Mars, right? He was like the Mars guy, wasn't he? Anyway. So Christy came for the koozies, and she was successful. She was successful. I wonder, what would be your opinion about parents who object to, I don't know, the drag queen stripper shows for five-year-olds? Are they intolerant bigots for not letting their kids see that? And if so, how does that square with your inability to see a koozie with a bald eagle on it? Yeah, the same people that are the ones telling you that there's nothing wrong with five-year-olds going to 
drag queen stripper book readings or whatever. And that if you object to that, that you're an intolerant bigot. The same people are also the ones that can't lay eyes upon a koozie in a store. So therefore, nobody should be able to buy it. If it offends them, then nobody should be able to see it or purchase it. But if the drag queens offend you, well, yeah, we, we have to remove you from society as well. Like that's the, right, that's, you don't belong here. You're an intolerant bigot. That's not love. So Harris Teeter caves to the mob of two. I did get an email from our pal Joseph uh, who says they didn't fold because this Twitter Karen has clout. Uh, they folded because their PR and HR departments are filled with the same wannabe commie college trash that's ruined academia, major media, and even government bureaucracy. In truth, nobody will shop or not shop at a Harris Teeter because of a gun koozie. The left's economic power is purely confined to tweets and emails. Um, I'm not so sure that that's true, given the reaction on Twitter when the story went national uh I think there are a lot of people that might not be going back to Harris Teeter for a while. And that's why I asked the question, was this a good idea? So there's a uh, an anonymous lawyer in Charlotte, uh, at least according to his bio. And he came at me um, over all of this. Let me see if I can find him. Surely he hasn't deleted. No, there he is. El Cid is his name. Or El Cid, E-L-S-I-D. Husband, dad, lawyer. Charlotte sports fan. And then he's got a picture of a Biden-Harris ball cap, the Charlotte Football Club logo. Anyway. Oh, and he's followed by our pal Scott Huffman. All right. Uh, So this guy comes at me with uh, stupidity because, of course, um, he says, because I had pointed out that, you know, we need to ban the words of one of the most famous founding fathers because it includes a drawing of a shotgun. And he said... This isn't banning words, which, of course it is. Of course it is. This idea that censorship only applies when government does it is is asinine. It's incorrect, okay? And I'm sorry if you are ignorantly laboring under this idea that only government can censor. It's not true. Businesses can censor employees. You can censor yourself, right? Self-censorship, you think twice before you say something and then you don't say it. He says, this is asking a corporation to make a decision about what products they will sell. The sort of decision companies make, oh, about a billion times a day. Relax. And I said, she's literally asking to ban the store, or she's literally asking the store to ban the product because she's offended. She's the one who should relax, and probably you too. And um, she didn't ask that the words be banned, and she didn't ask that the store ban the product. Isn't the government, uh, uh, Kroger, Harris Teeter's not the government, and they can't ban a product. See, and this is the kind of idiocy. That's a lawyer. I don't know what law he practices, but keep practicing, buddy, because government isn't the only one that can censor. And then he goes on to say, or she goes on to say, he didn't give me the pronoun, so I don't know if it's a guy or a girl. So this person, G, says, in the aftermath of mass murder of children, she asked that a single corporation exercise its discretion Not to sell a particular product, a product that glorifies violence. This is another thing I keep hearing from these leftists, that it glorifies violence. How is it glorifying violence? But this raises a good point. 
this glorification of violence idea. Let's pursue that, shall we? Now, I haven't sprung this trap on El Cid. Not yet. And if El Cid is listening, you probably just want to stop this Twitter exchange now. Because this is the trap. When you bring up glorification of violence, who actually does that sort of thing? Let's think real hard about that for a couple seconds. The glorification of violence. Because the koozie that they're banning is a picture of a bald eagle with a shotgun in its talons. So not even in like a fire-ready position. They're just carrying it, you know, in both talons, flying along with a rifle like they would fly along with a really large branch, which is actually a pretty interesting part of their mating ritual. Have you ever... Okay, never mind. So the bald eagle with the shotgun, which that's not even a firearm that the gun grabbers ever focus on, when in fact the shotgun can do way more lethal damage than the AR-15 in a, it, all right, never mind. Again, different, different topic. But who actually is glorifying violence? Is it the bald eagle caricature drawing guy? Is it the artist that did that, the company that put that on the koozie? Or might there be some other product for sale at a Harris Teeter, or even for rent at a Harris Teeter that actually glorifies violence? And also, I mentioned the shotgun That's the preferred weapon of choice of our president. He recommended his wife use it. Is he glorifying violence there? I've got the song. I mentioned the song. We'll play it in a minute. I have two shotguns on my home. They're locked in a safe. There's a metal gun case. We live in an area that's wooded, somewhat secluded. And I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony and fire two blasts outside the house. By shotgun, by shotgun. You don't need machine gun, you don't need 30 rounds. By shotgun, by double barrel shotgun. No, you don't need a flamethrower, and you don't need a tank. You don't need an AR-15 to scare those thugs away, no. I don't need a grenade launcher I don't need an F-15 There's just one thing I need to do And they'll stay away from me Fire two blasts outside the house Buy a shotgun Buy a shotgun Buy a shotgun, baby You don't need machine You don't need a machine You don't need 30 rounds Buy a shotgun Buy a double barrel shotgun There you go. That was, uh, this is how, this is the Gregory Brothers. They did that video two years ago after Joe Biden came out and recommended uh, that everybody do what he recommended his wife do, which is to buy a shotgun, but don't you dare put a picture of it on a koozie. Because that will get you canceled by Harris Teeter. David Webb from the David Webb Show. He tweeted this out, said, hashtag go woke, go broke. Um, Ted said, wow, some people are offended by meat sales. You going to remove that too? We have a Kroger close to our home. You just gave me a reason to never shop there again. 
and then read the books too again, said, why is Harris Teeter participating in conditioning Americans to view freedom as selfish? I demand an answer. The company complied with the demand of a single anti-Second Amendment activist. I want to know why. And then Andrea423 said, get woke, go broke. If patriotism makes you queasy, think of all the blood spilled to get the freedoms we all enjoy. This weekend is a very touchy time to be anti-American. I do wonder what kind of corporate comms messaging they're going to be doing for the uh, for the Independence Day celebration. Happy birthday, America. One with um, some some tools or something. That we just some strongly worded letters. We wrote some letters and then we got our independence. That's how that happened. Hello, Stan. Welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, uh, hey. Well, not all video games, I can tell you that. There are a lot of video games. Hashtag not all video games. But Hollywood and, uh, yeah, there are a lot of video games that, yes, use violence, glorify violence. And it's more. It's it's simply more than just the use of violence as the focal point of a story. There's usually some sort of a storyline underneath that. And what is the storyline that is that is almost universally adopted for those types of violence-glorifying movies and video games? Vengeance. Vengeance. That's, that's why the good guy does the bad stuff. That's, that's usually the case, right? Uh, Stan, I pre- yeah, I, oh, I'm sorry. I appreciate the call, man. Um, I thought I was losing you there. Your phone was getting very loud. Um, the, uh, the vengeance storyline is that's at the heart of virtually all movies. By the way, this was the trap for the, uh, for the terrible lawyer who I just uh, apparently got to admit that he's a liar. So we're done. Uh, anyway, the, uh, on Twitter, this is, it's all on Twitter. And I know Twitter is not real life, but you see how Twitter's um, usage leads to decisions. I know it's just some koozies that now you're not going to be able to buy at the Harris Teeter, but will probably be available on its own website and sell out immediately. Like if they're not if they're not moving to take advantage of this earned media right now, then then you deserve to not make any money on your koozies. Which that's the other thing about koozies. Nobody even ever sees the koozie because you got your hand wrapped around the thing. It's anyway. Ooh, I just had an idea. How about koozies that have like a like a handle that would go around the outside of your fingers, and that's where you would put them. That's my idea. That's copyright to me as of right now. June 21st, 1256 p.m. My idea. My idea. Um, the bad per- or the good person that does the bad thing, but for the right reasons, a.k.a. the anti-hero. Right. The what's the the John Wick shows uh, or movies. Right. You have the um, well, Assassin's Creed, that whole series, very popular. Um, I mean, aside from just the first person shooter games, but. Hollywood is one of the biggest perpetrators of this. And you know who identified this quite accurately and did a fantastic monologue on it the other day, or one of his, uh, the new rules, was Bill Maher. Bill Maher, the liberal, who 
has now found himself on the outside looking in on what was at least, you know, generally understood to be liberalism. And he doesn't recognize where his ideological comrades, where they've gone. He doesn't understand how they've gone nuts. And this is a perfect example of it. That we're going to ban the koozies, but nobody gives a flying Fig Newton about the red box rentals right there in the Harris Teeters. What about that? Yeah, we'll get into that aspect. Up next, stick around. 